Maestras, Perik Beis, Mishnaches, 2.8. We previously established that a worker is entitled, Minha Torah, by Torah law, to eat unprocessed food that he's working with, and at that time that he eats it, he would be exempt from any tithing requirements, no need to take Maestras, etc. The mission here elaborates further. It says, Haya Osa Bilavasim, if a person's a fig farmer, if you will, he's been hired to work on a fig farm, and he's working with unprocessed figs, even, and those figs can come in two varieties. One variety that the mission considers is Lavasim. These are low-grade, low-quality figs. So if that's the case, Hayaosa Bilavasim, he's working with those low-quality figs, Lo Yochal Bivnosh Sheva, he may not eat Sheva, which are a different kind of fig, which are high-quality figs. Now, the principle is very straightforward here, which is when you're working on a particular tree, uh, you can only eat from that particular tree, even that particular branch that you're working on. So the point of the mission is, even if this is a farm which has two different kinds of figs, you're not allowed to um, eat from the branch of another type of fig that you're not currently working with. Uh, the reason for that actually is based on a pasuk, as the bartender brings down. The pasuk says, Kisavo when you enter into your uh, neighbor's, your fellow's vineyard, and you're going to work there, you're entitled to eat the grapes there um, as much as you want to your fill, to satiety. So the point is that one is allowed to eat from these grapes in the case of a vineyard, but the Mishnah, excuse me, the Pasuk specifies specifically you can eat grapes. Now obviously if you're talking about a vineyard, what's there besides the grapes? It's a vineyard is where grapes grow. So the, that extra expression, grapes, is the yitur. It's extra to teach you that. It's specifically the produce that you're working with directly that one can eat from, but not other types of produce. That's what the Mishnah says here. If you're high osu belavasim, if you're working with levasim figs, lo yochel sheva, you can't help yourself to the bevno sheva figs that are, you're not working with. And similarly, bevno sheva, if you're working with bevno sheva, the high-quality figs, lo yochel belavasim, you can't even help yourself to eat from the lower-grade figs. That's disallowed based on the psukim. Aval, what you can do, however, is moneyahu esatzma. You can just save your appetite and withhold yourself from eating the low-quality figs while you're picking those. And then, ad hayafost, when you finally reach the better-quality figs and harvest those, v'ochel, you can save your entire appetite to eat those at that time, and that's fine. Because again, the Puzzle specified that there's no limit to how much you can eat. It says, k'nafshecha as much as you desire, till you're totally full. And that means if you desire to eat lots of the high-quality figs, you're within your rights to do so. And when you do, you do not need to take any tithes. Okay, the second part of the mission has a whole new topic. And this is the topic of chalipan, of, of exchanging or bartering produce. So the thought of the Mishnah is that when one makes a trade, I'll trade you my apples for your oranges. So that trade is tantamount that's equal to being a mecher, a sale. You're essentially selling the oranges for apples and apples for oranges. And as we saw previously in Mishnah, hey, there's a machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. If when one sells produce, it automatically requires, it kicks in the tithing requirement, um, according to Rabbi Meir, even if the produce you're talking about is not already nigma malachtan, hasn't yet finished being processed, um, any sale automatically necessitates the requirements of taking the tithes. Rabbi Yehuda says no. If the produce was unfinished, 
meaning not nigmar malacha at the time that the sale happened, that does not necessitate taking up tithes. And because of that, they'll have a similar machlokus over here when it comes to um, bartering, a chalipa in an exchange. The Mishnah says, hamachlif im chavero, if a person trades with his friend, it doesn't matter, according to the Tanakama, who will see as Rabbi Meir, who, remember, holds that if you sell something, then you have to tie no matter what. So the mission says it doesn't matter if you're talking about, uh, let's say, figs, where both of the figs that you're trading, um, A and B exchange figs, and both the figs are for eating now, which implies that they already reached their Gmar Malacha, as we established in the previous parak. When it comes to figs, you normally assume people eat them fresh, so that's they've been harvested and collected, and therefore they're ready for eating now, and therefore that's more malacha. That doesn't matter. It's similarly true, says the Mishnah, if it's zeliktsos v'zeliktsos, if the figs that are being exchanged aren't for eating now, rather they're for putting out to dry on the roof, to become dried figs, the implication being that these figs are not yet um, having reached, they have not yet reached the stage of gemar malacha, because they haven't been finished processed, because they still have to be dried. It doesn't matter, says the Tanakama, because where mayor holds, when you sell things, it needs to be tied, regardless of whether or not they reach the stage of Gormalacha. And even if Zelechol, if one of the figs was there being acquired for the sake of consumption now, Vizeliktos and the other fig isn't being acquired for the sake of drying out for later, it all doesn't matter. In all those cases, Chayav, the people, the person who's receiving the fig in this case, on both sides of the transaction, must tie the fig before he eats the fig, even if it was Liktos, even if it was not Gormalacha, because this is Rabbi Meir Shitu holds that when you sell produce that necessitates the t- taking of tithes, and a chalipa, an exchange, a barter, is the equivalent of a sale. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Rabbi Yehuda holds the shita so, that a sale per se, just selling it, doesn't necessarily necessitate the taking of tithes. It only applies when you have gemar malach, when you have finished your processing, and that being the case, he says, if you're exchanging figs, and the purpose of the of the acquisition of the figs is to eat them now. That means they have gemar malacha, and they must be tied immediately. Chayev. But for liktos, if the two parties are acquiring figs to dry for later, they have reached gemar malacha, and therefore a holds. There's no need yet um, to tie them. They're putter from tithing until after you finish processing them, drying them out, and then at that point you have to tie them. Before that, you could eat them hypothetically awry. And the halacha falls Rabbi Yehuda that until gemar malacha, even a mecher does not necessitate the taking of tithes.